Just in the last 12 months, nearly half of Americans have attempted to lose weight. We all have health and fitness goals we want to achieve, and with so many options out there, you need a group of like-minded individuals cheering you on. Welcome to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast, a podcast where we dig into the reasons we get stuck on our journeys to weight loss, the latest tools and tips we found that really work, and how to truly feel in control around food at a party, at home, and yes, even on vacation. Your host is a life and weight loss coach and a woman who has successfully lost 55 pounds herself. Here to help you succeed, welcome Wendy Crabb. Hi, everybody. This is Wendy Crabb, and welcome to the podcast, Weight Loss with Wendy. And today I have a special guest, Cheryl Ness, who is one of my clients. We're going to talk today, just have a conversation about what it's like working with me, where she's at in her weight loss journey, why she reached out to me, and then a few other great tips that we're going to share with you today about weight loss and it doesn't have to be hard and things like that. All right. So welcome, Cheryl. Hi, Wendy. Thanks so much for inviting me to your podcast. Yes. Thanks for coming on. I love listening to your podcast every week because it's like, I feel like you're talking right to me. Like everything that you say is like, oh, I could totally relate to that or that that happened to me too. So it's just fun to be able to share my experience working with you and maybe help other people through their journey or if, if they're trying to decide what to do next. And I'm happy to be here. Great. Thank you so much. Yes. So tell me about what it was like before working with me, what diets you've tried and things like Mm -hmm. that. You know, when I first met with you, I told you I tried it all and you had a very similar experience is why I totally identified with your story and how successful you were by doing this. I thought maybe there was hope for me. Honestly, I tried Weight Watchers. I tried Noom. I had tried meal plans where you get the food delivered right to you. Like I think it was called Nutrisystem at one point. Right, right. Um, and then I tried the high protein diet, which was a complete disaster for me because my body just couldn't tolerate it. And then I just would try things on my own, like my fitness pal. And I would try to exercise like crazy and track my calories. And I just got so frustrated because it, it felt like the more I did, the less that happened. <laughs> yes. It was just so, it was like <laughs> defeating. I was just defeated at every turn. And so then I just gave up for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, this is just how I'm going to be. I'm right. curvy. I'm really not happy with how I look or how I feel, but I don't know what else to do. Right. But it was always on the back of your mind, right? Always. I right. was never really pleased with how I felt most of all. It wasn't so much the way I looked per se, because I've always been curvy and I don't mind being curvy. I, I right. don't mind that. I kind of like it, but I was uncomfortable, I guess, in my skin. I was uncomfortable with the clothes I was trying to wear because right. they didn't fit me well. I felt like I couldn't move very well and I like to be active. I love to hike and, you know, do mm-hmm. things with my friends. Even though I was frustrated, I didn't know what to do. Right. So I was stuck. I was very stuck. <laughs> Right. So tell me about your experience on Noom, which is a a weight loss program that does have people that can chat with you similar to me, but it's not directly one-on-one. Is that the difference? Well, I liked Zoom or Noom. Sorry, we're on Zoom. So I'm thinking Zoom. (laughs) I did like Noom and I felt like it offered a, a program that gave me a lot more than I'd had with any other program, but it didn't individualize things the way I needed it. It told me about intermittent fasting, but it didn't really tell me 
like how I should probably do it. It told me how to eat the right balance of calories and nutrients, but what I was doing didn't work. I remember I lost weight. I lost four pounds in three months, and then I was on a plateau the rest of the time. Wow. It was very frustrating. Mm -hmm. And I did work with, you know, the support people were really good. And I felt like the program was good for some people, but it wasn't individualized enough for me. Right. But it did help me learn a few things, especially about intermittent fasting and how that could work for someone. So I think the problem I had with that was though, I would intermittent fast, I would do the, the long fast and then I would start eating like at about noon and I wouldn't finish eating. I mean, I would have these little snacks all day long. Even though they were healthy, I was eating snacks all day long. That's the difference between what I learned on Noom and what you've taught me through this plan is how the timing and what you eat is so important. Right. And so tell me, you know, were you hesitant to work with me? Well, I'm always interested in something that can help me with my weight. And I like to do a lot of research. You know, we're both nurses, so I identified with that right away. I was like, oh, she's a nurse. She's a scientist. You know, she knows about science and understands the body in a way that maybe other programs really don't. And so I think for me, that was the first thing that caught my eye. Plus, we had some mutual friends that love to travel, and that's another interest of mine. Um, And that's how you heard about me, right? Was someone, I was on somebody else's podcast. Exactly. And I thought, well, if my friend who loves to travel and I trust her opinion loves you, then there must be something else to it, too. And so I looked at your website, I read your story, and right away I thought, oh, she's been through exactly what I'm going through. She knows Mm -hmm. what it's like to try everything, literally everything, and still be struggling and unhappy with results and life, you know, in your own body, feeling comfortable and being happy with how you look and how you feel. So I really appreciated that. And I love the fact that you could, you know, have a conversation for free. There was no like commitment. Right away, when there's a commitment involved, that kind of scares me a little bit because I don't even know what I'm getting into then. But you've made it really comfortable and easy to understand a little bit more about the program before I made that commitment. So I really appreciated that. Yeah, there. I mean, there's nothing like, you know, sign up now and then I'll tell you about it. Yeah, or give me your, you know... Give me all this money and then later you'll find out what it's really like and it doesn't work for you, for example. Right. Yeah. Now that's the scary part is investing yeah. when you're not sure if you'll follow through, number one. Right. Number two, if you'll get results. Exactly. And number three, if the other person is going to help you. Well, and if it's legitimate, right? Like, is this really a real person who's going to help me? And I think that initial conversation told me right away you were a real person. You had the skills and knowledge to help me. And I identified with the fact that I needed to understand what worked for my body. And I hadn't figured that out after all these years. And I also needed to be accountable to someone. And I knew that about what helps me be successful is to partner with someone or have a have someone who's kind of checking in on me, which is just kind of the psychology of it in my mind. You have to be motivated to do it. You have to have your reasons for do it. But then you also have to have accountability. And that accountability piece for me is what I felt, you know, would really happen with you. And then I thought, well, the investment's worth it in that case, because aren't I worth it? At this point in my life, I want to be healthy. I'm in my mid-50s. I am thinking about my future health. I'm thinking about aging in a healthy way. 
and I work with people every day who I see struggle with that. You know, as a nurse, you see that. And I don't want to be there. I want to be a healthy, active person going into their 60s and 70s. So I felt that urgency in that way and a real comfort when I talked to you. So for me, I was trying to balance the pros and cons, basically. Right. And the pros, yeah, the pros definitely outweighed anything I could come up with for cons. So, yeah. So tell me where you're at right now in your weight loss journey. So I started working with you in, I think it was August of this year. So far, I've lost about 18 pounds. And my goal is a little bit more, probably up to 25. So I honestly am just so happy with the progress I've made and almost feel like, I don't want to say, like, can it be real, right? It's real. Right. It's <laughs> I can real. tell you it's really happening and it's not a gimmick. It's not a unusual thing that we're doing together. You're telling me about what might work for my body. We're discussing it every week. I'm journaling, you know, what I'm writing, but it's not like counting calories. It's about understanding what my body needs to lose weight and be healthy. And it's different for me and it's going to be different for the next person you work with. I think that's the unique thing. I love that I eat real food. It's not prepackaged. There's no magic milkshake that you have to drink in the morning. You know, it's real food. And I just love that because I have this real connection with food. My husband is a chef. You know, we frequently talk about this when we're having our sessions that I want to have this healthy relationship with food because we often teach together. Our story started with a recipe that I asked him for in Italy. And so we have this real connection with food and I want it to be a healthy one. And you've taught me so much about how that can be. I can achieve that and not be constantly worried that I'm going to gain too much weight or um, right. eat, eat something that I shouldn't or can't. You know, nothing's off limits. It's, it's just a matter of balancing what you eat and how you eat it and the timing and everything. Or how else. often you eat it, right? And how often you eat it. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so... Tell me more about what it was like, you know, your relationship with food and you also do a food blog. Is that correct? So I think your main thing is you didn't want to eat food that just didn't taste good and you wanted to still enjoy food. I think that's what it is, right? Exactly. And I think that would be probably the hesitation of going on some sort of a structured diet plan right, right. in my mind, because my life is so involved with food and really good food, like understanding that it's okay for me to have that good relationship with food and to enjoy food and to help other people enjoy food in a way that's healthy. And it's so important for people to understand that there's that balance there. Right. I think you helped me also understanding that your your own mind and your experiences with food from the past influence how you react now as an adult. We talked a lot about that, how, you know, growing up, my mom was a wonderful baker and we used to have all kinds of great treats in our house. And she cared for us through that food that she would create. I needed to have that healthy relationship with it instead of thinking, you know, I'm stressed. Okay. I need this comfort food and I can eat as much as I want because I'm stressed or I'm worried or I feel good and I'm celebrating and I want to celebrate with that comfort food. So how do you manage that balance of thinking Mm -hmm. about food in a healthy way and yet still breaking those bad habits of thinking about food during stress or even like, you know, eating for while you're happy when you're happy? Right. 
exploring all those feelings of your body and your self-image too as you're growing up and becoming an adult. I went through a lot of things that I think other women probably and people in general identify with just being self-conscious and thinking that maybe you don't look the way you should. And what does that mean? <laughs> right, right. And, and it's yeah. not like you're trying to get down to a bikini no. body, right? No, that's never been my goal. You know, and I so think we don't have to accept society's goal for, you know, what society thinks is normal for women. You still want to be curvy. I do. And I think that, you know, just having that perspective, I think took me a while because even as a young adult, I wanted to have the bikini body. I did. Right. And I struggled with that for years. And so being able to look back and think of, well, I have made some progress. I am happy with my curves and I don't mind them. That mm-hmm. makes me a real person. And to appreciate that a little bit more and to not put so much pressure on being a certain weight or looking a certain way because society says that to me as a woman. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people are making that progress in these years of understanding how media and everything else influence us as women and how we should look. Right. Really important. So really what we need to do is learn how to deal with food in our society. Yeah. You know, learn how to deal with it in a healthy way where we're not using it to numb our emotions. We're not exactly. using it as an excuse to avoid doing something or if we're bored and things like that. Yeah. Just being aware, right? Right. The simple fact that you can be aware of it right. helps you move in the right direction. Right. And, and we do that by by writing down, yeah. right? Planning yes. in advance. Yeah. And it's not complicated. It's just a matter of keeping that food journal, writing down like just the basic things that you ate for your lunch and dinner. I loved how you brought in the emotional aspect too. Like, how am I feeling today? Am I feeling stressed? Am I feeling happy? And how did that affect what I was eating that day? And even if it wasn't affecting what you were eating, I found out that just the stress alone made it so that I couldn't lose as much weight that week or for a couple of weeks because of the stress hormones in the body. And so not to you know beat yourself up because you look at what you ate and you were doing what you needed to do, but the fact that you were stressed out about something, worried or anxious or who knows what it was, that that can affect you too. It's not right. always about eating mm-hmm. you know, what you're eating. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and it just helps to know that and to not make it mean anything bad about you. Right. Because that cycle is, it's just so hard to get out of. And I feel like that's been in my past a lot where I would be following the plan per se, you know, that I thought I was supposed to be following and yet I wasn't losing weight. But what else was happening in my life? Was I stressed? You know, what, what else was going on? That wasn't a factor that was ever in included in my plan for managing my weight and being healthy. I just look forward to our our sessions because it's not just about the food. It's it's about what happened during those, that past week and how are you feeling and what else is going on and how are you going to plan for next week? What do you have going on next week? And so it helps me anticipate, oh, well, you know what? It could be a challenge for me next week because I have this and this and this going on. And so I think what you've really done is help me have the tools to do this long-term more than 
any other plan I've ever worked with. I'm really excited about that. I mean, normally I'm anxious right. when I get to this point where I'm maybe almost finished and almost met my goal. That, that's when the anxiety used to set in like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to do this when I'm done with the program? Right. So it's not like your typical, oh, I can go back to eating the way I did before when I'm done. Right. This plan. It's like, this is your plan for life because yeah. you're not eating diet food. You're eating yeah. real food, real fats and foods that you like. You're not eating anything that you don't like. Right. I love that. It's probably the biggest, the most important component really of understanding how this works for life. And the most exciting thing for me, because it makes me feel like I have the power to do this for the rest mm -hmm. of my life. And I'm sure I'm going to have setbacks and times when it's frustrating and I need to like get that insight again and think about what's happening in my life from a stress point of view and get kind of reset. But the whole experience is giving me the tools and the resources and the skills and knowledge really of how to do that. I'm not afraid of that. If it happens, and I know it will. I'll be able to manage it. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know what to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just a matter of the, what happens sometimes is that we kind of go on autopilot with our food after we've done this for a while as well. I mean, yeah. what happened to me on maintenance and I still wrote down my food every day, but I got a little lax. Maybe I ate a little bit more, had a few too many joy eats and, you know, some pounds crept on and I'm like, okay. But oh, yep. I still weigh myself. So I know, said, okay, well, my pants are fitting a little tight. I need to get back to my awareness and mm -hmm. not using food for comfort, which we yep. can, you know, with everything going on in the world, that's what <laughs> I know. It's so easy to go back into the habit of doing and, and just I, say, hey, what is I going know. on? Well, I think that we talked about this too. It's like, okay, normally I wouldn't have the time to focus on this necessarily, but it's kind of this silver lining of this pandemic right now is being able to have the time to focus on it that I normally wouldn't have done. And I feel like that's a gift. It's given me time to really focus and think about it and understand it so much better than I ever have. And I feel like I'll come out of it in a really positive way. And I'm excited about that too. It's like one little silver lining <laughs> right, to this time when it's so difficult right now. I think if other people are thinking about that in the first couple of months of our like really lockdown here in Minnesota, my husband and I were at home and we were cooking a lot, right? We were cooking almost every day and we were even creating some YouTube videos and things like that that we wanted to put out there because we normally cook with people and we weren't able to do that. And so the pounds crept on really, really easily because I was like, whoo, we have this time. It's great, right. you know, and I'm doing well. But every day I would get on the scale, I would be a little shocked and upset with myself for the fact that I had gotten to the point where I had it, which was the heaviest I'd ever been. Mm -hmm. I was trying to be happy about it. I was trying to be, you know, okay with it. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I need to do something active to address this and have healthy habits. What was interesting is that after I started working with you, I realized like two main things that helped me and it's no snacking. Right. I was a big snacker, even though I was eating healthy things. Like I was eating popcorn cakes and slices of apples and a little cheese and some almonds or whatever. But I was constantly like almost every hour or two having something. And the snacking was really keeping those 
insulin levels up and I wasn't able to lose the weight because of right. that. I learned that huge lesson. And then also just the intermittent fasting worked for me and I knew that and I identified with being able to do that, but really focusing it on two meals a day with no snacks and very limited carbs because carbs for me are kind of dangerous. And then the sugar, of course. So right. those three things, snacking, sugar, and carbs. I mean, if you can focus on thinking about simplifying it to that degree, it becomes easier and right. you know exactly what you can eat then. But did you feel deprived or hungry Not a lot? at all. Okay. Well, I, I would say at first, yes, of course. I was used to eating bread and cookies right. and things that I loved, even pasta. And but it didn't even take you that long, did it? It didn't take me long. I was probably two weeks. The first right. two weeks were difficult. And what I loved is that you helped me understand what the difference between hunger and craving. And right. I never really differentiated the two. I always just thought I was hungry. I need to eat something. But I was able to understand with your help the feeling that I got when I was truly hungry versus craving something. Right. And so for me, now I can think about, okay, well, it's 1030 here, about 11 o'clock because we had the time change now. I'm going to start to get hungry. Is it really hunger or am I just wanting a snack? Or maybe you, you just need more water. Or water, yes, which I always have right next to me. And actually, that was something that helped me in the evening because I was used to having little snacks at night. And now my husband and I both do something after our dinner. I make like a little sparkling water with some lemon or just something a little bit more than just water. Right. So it feels special. Yeah. (laughs) And so we sip on that in the evening and I've even gotten him into that habit. Yes, that's wonderful. (laughs) Instead of ice cream. So... It's been really fantastic. And I can't say enough about how positive this experience has been for me. And I feel like I've got a friend too, like a new friend. Exactly. It's a bonus. It it is a definite bonus. And so what is one thing that you would tell someone who is kind of on the fence about whether to work with me or not? I would say I totally get that. That's how I felt too. And that's normal, right? It's human nature. I would say to think about your own life and how you're worth it. Like you're worth the investment. And this is like one of the most important investments that you can make in yourself. In your health. In your health, in your future, in your emotional health too, because it's all kind of connected, I think, to how you react to food in your everyday life. So I would say you're worth it. That's the best thing I would say to someone is go for it. You're worth it. You'll not regret it. I haven't regretted anything that we've done that I've learned. The investment, you know, when you think about it costs something and it costs you time. Also, you have to be able to invest the time and you can't just say, oh, I'm going to do this and she's going to do it for me, right? You have to be invested in it too. Right. So if you're not ready for that, then I would say wait and Mm -hmm. think about it some more and be ready to actually do what your yeah, because you have to do the work. We have to do the work. Yeah. So it's not like you're just going to magically have pounds come off of you. Just, you know, be in the mindset to have an open mind about it. This program really kind of defies all those myths that we've learned about dieting in the past. Right. Like eating low fat things. That's not what this is about. This is so different. And so you have to really have an open mind too. It's worth it take the leap and work with Wendy, but also have an open mind and be ready to work and and do what you need to do. 
Right. Because you could either mm-hmm. be uncomfortable in your overweight body or yes. be uncomfortable in a new healthy eating plan that is going to have a positive impact on your health, right. your weight, and your life. And there are times when it's uncomfortable and it feels like it's so different from anything you've ever done that you wonder how it can really work. Right. So, so be ready for that feeling too. And just be okay with it. Like just trust that you're going to figure it out for your own self. I think the most important thing too is that it's individualized. It's not a cookie cutter plan. I mean, what we've been talking about, what's worked for me, but what I know you do is you work on what works for that person in particular. That's right. Their lifestyle, everything Everything else that they have going on. Yeah, Right. And you don't have to make elaborate meals. I do a lot of five ingredient or less meals. We don't have to make it complicated. Right. And I can still eat the same things that my husband is eating. I think that's the other thing. If you have a family, if you have kids, if you have a partner, don't worry about the fact that you're going to have to eat different than them. You may have to make different choices at different times and have things around you that that work for you instead of things that don't. But talk to your family about what works for you. I think that was really helpful for me too is Vincenzo, my husband is really supportive and he will ask me like, is this good for you, what you need to eat tonight. And I'm like, yeah, I can have this and this. I'm just going to skip the bread. You have the bread, enjoy it, but I'm not going to. Right. Um, And also, you know, like explaining this to my mom and dad, for example, who eat very differently and very traditionally, explaining that what I'm doing is working for me. It's nourishing my body. I'm healthy. I'm strong. But I, I might make different choices than I did before when I was eating with them or going out with them. But then, you know, still being able to have those kind of joy eats where you really focus on the things that you want to eat maybe every week or two that are not really off limits, but you just know you need to moderate and have a balance with. Right, right. For me, it's making homemade pizza. I love, you know, making my own homemade dough and toppings and, you know, enjoying it on a Friday night with Vincenzo. Instead of having that be a weekly event. It's maybe once a month or twice a month. You know, I don't eat four pieces of pizza. Now I eat one and a half or two and I eat slower and I enjoy it because I know it's special. Right. And then do you have a joy eat every week? It depends on how things are going and it depends on other events I have going on. Right now, of course, we're not doing much social activity. So it's also kind of a blessing in this way because you don't have as many temptations maybe that you would. But I tend to do the Joy Eat probably twice a month because I want to keep moving on the weight loss. Mm -hmm. And I also tend to get on a plateau for long periods. And I've been okay with that too. Like I used to get really worried when that would happen. If I stayed on a plateau for more than a week, I would just panic. Like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Something Um, is wrong. Exactly. And so now I'm just happy that, you know, I haven't gained weight and I'm, you know, moving in the right direction. And I know that eventually if I keep going with the sticking to the plan, it's going to move. The needle will move. Right. Um, but it just takes longer for me sometimes. And so if I was having a, a week like that, I would say, well, you know, this week I probably shouldn't do the joy eat for now, but I could plan it for next week. You right. Know? But you're making the choice. I get to make the choice. Yeah. Right. It's totally up to me. And I think that's, that's key is that I think our mindset sometimes when we're dieting and trying to lose weight is it's someone else's plan. When it doesn't work for us, then we're like, well, that's their plan. I can't do it. It doesn't right. work. And then this is 
it's your plan. I give you suggestions and food lists and all that, but you are deciding what to eat and when. And that is when I'm choosing what I put in my mouth and I'm choosing to follow this plan for me, for my weight loss, so I can feel good, fit in my clothes and have more energy, then that's way different than I'm following someone else's plan. Right. Right. That's a huge difference. And it really helps give you the power to do what you need to do instead of feeling defeated or feeling like you're not being successful because of something someone else thinks should work for you. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And for me, I think that's also what will help me be successful for the rest of my life. So now you're not afraid of maintenance. I'm not afraid of maintenance. And I was always just really petrified by that just because of my past experiences were that I would gradually gain the weight. Right. I've gained and lost the same 20 pounds. I don't know how many times over. (laughs) But now, you know, I can't even count. Right. I felt also that worry about that as you get started with anything. It's like, well, if I'm successful now, how can I be successful later when when I don't have support from Wendy every week, kind of watching over me and, you know, checking in. And I think it really gives you the tools to be able to check in with yourself and be responsible to yourself and know what to do. Yes, that's perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything else that you want to add? I appreciate everything you've done. For me, living with this idea of being having a happy relationship with food is so important mm-hmm. so that I can continue to work you know, with my husband as a chef and my food blog. And of course, you know, my blog is a lot of Joy Eats, right? It's a lot about Italian food that my husband and I cook together and it's about I- our journey. You know, because I met him over this really lovely hot chocolate cake. <laughs> right. Tell us about yeah. the, the book that you wrote. So the, bu- the book is called Love in a Tuscan Kitchen. And it's about meeting my husband. And I met him because I asked him for a recipe. But I also understood that the food I was eating that he had created was created with such care. I wanted to meet the person who was creating that food. And it was, you know, Italian food is simple. It's very, very fresh in season and delicious. For me, it was sort of eye-opening to see how food can be presented in such a way. So our story is really fun. It's our love story. The book will kind of take you through the whole journey. And I lived in a wonderful, very (laughs) book. I've read it myself. I loved it. My dad read it. He made a lot of the recipes. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I mean, for me, I need to be able to continue that that journey with, with understanding that and helping people love food the way I did and how we met. That's the story of how we met is through food. Right. And so for me, that's really important. And I appreciate that you've done that for me. And it it feels so good to be able to have this future with a good relationship with my body and to enjoy food. So thank you for that gift. You bet. And I'm going to put Cheryl's information about her blog and the book and the show notes. And then Thank I also, you. I wanted to, you're welcome. I wanted to do a quote of the week. Cheryl, you will appreciate this. It's from Anne Lamont. And it says, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. How true. <laughs> reset. Do a reset. Right. So important. Right. Especially right now. And so I want to invite everyone to please do a review on my podcast and rate it so it can get out to more women. I want this to get out to hundreds and thousands of women 
women are leaders in their families. And if we're healthy and eating healthy, even if the family members aren't coming along right away, they will eventually eat a lot healthier. And it happens. It's happened in my family. It's happened in yours. And that's what we can do. So we are leaders in our families. And to support each other during this time and to understand that, you know, we're in this together. We've been through what you've been through. I think that's so important. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Wendy. You've been listening to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast. We're so glad you're here. Connect with us online at weightlosswithwendy.coach and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, as Wendy says, we help take the puzzle out of losing weight for good.